Welcome back to another episode of the Science of Vision. I'm Tom and with me is my co-host Jen. Today, we have an exciting paper to discuss titled an efficient general purpose modular vision model wire multitask heterogeneous training. Yes, Tom. This paper explores how computer vision models can be trained to perform multiple tasks efficiently. It's a fascinating topic that has the potential to revolutionize the field. Absolutely, Jen. Now, let's break it down in a way that our listeners can easily understand. Imagine you are training a model to recognize different objects in images. Let's say cats, dogs, and cars. Traditionally, you would train separate models for each task, one for cat recognition, one for dog recognition, and one for car recognition. But that's not very efficient or practical when we have limited resources and time. That's where multitask learning comes in. Multitask learning allows us to train a single model that can perform multiple tasks simultaneously. So instead of training three separate models for cat recognition, dog recognition, and car recognition, we train one model that can do all three tasks. And what makes this paper unique is their approach called multitask heterogeneous training. Right. The authors propose using different datasets with different task labels or combinations of single task datasets to train the model. This approach allows the model to learn multiple tasks efficiently without requiring expensive multi-label datasets. Exactly. By leveraging these diverse datasets and combining them with mainstream vision datasets like ImageNet and Coco, the authors were able to demonstrate comparable results to state-of-the-art single-task models. That's impressive. And another remarkable aspect of this paper is its modular design. The general-purpose model they proposed can be decomposed into high-performing components that adapt easily to specific tasks. This modularity reduces the need for extensive retraining and allows for efficient adaptation to new tasks without forgetting previous knowledge. It's incredible how they were able to achieve both performance and efficiency with this modular design. And let's not forget about their experimental results, which showed that their model outperformed other approaches on various vision tasks such as classification, detection, and segmentation. Absolutely. This paper is a significant contribution to the field of computer vision. It demonstrates the potential for improved performance, generalization, and adaptation in multitask learning scenarios. Well said, Jen. And that concludes today's episode of the Science of Vision. We hope you found this discussion on an efficient general-purpose modular vision model wire. Multitask heterogeneous training informative and thought-provoking. Thank you for listening. Stay curious and keep exploring the world of computer vision. Until next time. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back. Dear listeners, we have a very special sponsor today, Tooth of the Dead Inc. Where dental hygiene meets the supernatural. 
That's right. Tom, you know how they say life is short? Well, thanks to Tooth of the Dead Ink, your teeth can now be undeadly clean. It's like taking care of your mouth with a twist literally. Their toothpaste comes in three spooky flavors, vampire vanilla, zombie mint, and werewolf watermelon. And if that wasn't bizarre enough for you, wait till you hear about their innovative flossing technique. Prepare yourself, cause here it comes. Zombie floss. It's not only an effective tool to keep away cavities but also doubles as a self-defense weapon. Against any potential walker encounters. Picture this, you're flossing away when suddenly there's a loud knock on your bathroom door. With zombie floss in hand, you'll be more prepared than ever to fight off any unwanted visitors. But hold up, that is not all our friends from Tooth of the Dead Inc. have up their sleeves. Nope, they've recently introduced an electrifying product called GHOULGUARD mouthwash. Fight off bad breath and evil spirits simultaneously. Just one swish with G-H-O-U-L-G-U-A-R-D and those ghostly garlic aftertastes will vanish faster than Casper at sunrise. Jen. Whispering. Giving new meaning to killing two birds with one minty fresh stone. Both hosts burst into laughter. Tom. Struggling through laughter. Oh Jen. We truly have interesting sponsors on our show, Jen. Through giggles. Indeed we do, Tom. And let us not forget about Tooth of the Dead Inc.'s D-R-A-C-U-L-A-L-I-G-N the world's first vampire-inspired braces. That's right. No longer will your teeth be crooked like Count Dracula's castle. With D-R-A-C-U-L-A-L-I-G-N. You'll have a smile so straight. It could hypnotize everyone around you. So there you have it folks. For all things supernatural and dental hygiene related. Trust Tooth of the Dead Inc. Because your teeth deserve an afterlife too. Tune in next week when our sponsors will hopefully be slightly less. Eccentric. Cheerful jingle fades out. Hi there. Welcome back to our award-winning podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Tom. Today, we have a fascinating topic to discuss, generative AI for programming education. Specifically, we'll be diving into a research paper titled Generative AI for Programming Education. Benchmarking Chat GPT, GPT GPT-4, and Human Tutors. That's right, Tom. Generative AI has the potential to revolutionize how we teach programming and provide personalized assistance to students. In this paper, the authors evaluate how two AI models, ChatGPT and GPT-4, compare to human tutors in various programming education scenarios. Exactly. The first scenario they explore is program repair where the AI models are given buggy programs and asked to fix them with as few changes as possible. The researchers use expert-based annotations to assess the quality of generated outputs. Yes, they found that GPT-4 outperformed ChatGPT in terms of correctness but made more changes compared to human tutors. This suggests that while GPT-4 can generate correct solutions, 
There is room for improvement in terms of minimizing edits. Absolutely. The next scenario they focus on is hinge generation. Where the AI models provide hints to guide students in solving programming problems again. GPT-4 performed better than chat GPT but still fell short of human tutors, accuracy and helpfulness. That's true. In grading feedback scenarios, where the models assess the correctness of student programs and provide feedback scores. Both models gave high scores even when there were bugs present. In contrast, human tutors correctly identified issues and assigned lower scores. Right. Another scenario they explored was pair programming, where students collaborate with either an AI model or a human tutor on solving programming problems. Together, although both models generated correct solutions with some context retention, human tutors produced more accurate and context-aware programs. Lastly, the authors examined contextualized explanation scenarios where the models and human tutors explained specific parts of a program to students. Here again, human tutors provided clearer and more correct explanations than the AI models. Exactly. The results of this study indicate that while AI models like ChatGPT and GPT-4 show promise in programming education, there are still limitations compared to human tutors. Human tutors are able to provide more accurate solutions, helpful hints, grading feedback, collaborative programming experiences, and contextually appropriate explanations. That's a really important point to remember. While AI models can be valuable tools for learning programming concepts, they cannot fully replace the expertise and guidance of human tutors. Absolutely. Well said, Jen. And with that, we conclude today's episode on generative AI for programming education. We hope you found this discussion informative and thought-provoking. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts on this topic, feel free to reach out to us on social media. We always love hearing from our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Take care everyone. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back to the award-winning podcast. Folks, today's episode is brought to you by our fantastic sponsor, Hyperhops Inc. That's right, Tom. Are you tired of regular old snacks? Bored of plain drinks? Well then, hold on tight because Hyperhops Inc. has got just the thing for you. Introducing Hyper Delicious Hop Snacks. The world's first edible hops-infused snacks. Imagine munching on potato chips and suddenly feeling like you're partying at Oktoberfest, without ever leaving your couch. But wait, there's more. Our friends at Hyper Hops have also brewed up something extraordinary, Hoptastic Cola. That's right, Jen. This sparkling cola will not only quench your thirst but will give you that unmistakable hoppy. Kick. Jen. Whispering. Just a friendly reminder, it does not pair well with Lederhosen or Dundles. Tom. Laughing. Absolutely not. But it does pair perfectly with lifelong memories and hilarious stories as we ponder life's most 
important questions on this podcast gen thoughtfully i wonder if albert einstein ever had a sip of hoptastic cola tom enthusiastically who knows maybe a equals mc squared was inspired by a burst of hop filled carbonation awkward pause both hosts together raising their glasses cheers to that possibility and our generous sponsors at hyperhops inc thank you for keeping us hopping through every episode upbeat music fades out voice over hyper delicious hop snacks and hop tastic cola bringing hops beyond beer since 2022 available now in stores near you disclaimer voice over fast speaking please note that hyper delicious hop snacks and hop tastic cola are novelty food items we are not responsible for any sudden urges to yodel dance with glee or dress like a bavarian folk hero Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom, and joining me is my co-host Jen. How are you today, Jen? Hi Tom, I'm doing great. Excited for today's episode. We have a really fascinating topic lined up. Absolutely. Today, we'll be diving into the world of computational mechanisms for shared intentionality and speculation on rationality and consciousness quite a mouthful it is indeed but don't worry folks we'll break it down in the most intuitive way possible we'll be discussing a technical paper titled on computational mechanisms for shared intentionality and speculation on rationality and consciousness by john rushby from shri international that's right jen This paper explores the concept of shared intentionality, our ability to undertake novel cooperative behavior or teamwork and how it can be modeled using computational mechanisms. And in a more speculative aspect, the paper suggests that these mechanisms extend to humans and provide explanations for human rationality and aspects of consciousness. It's fascinating to think about how our ability to work together as a team and communicate goals and ideas plays a crucial role in our development as humans. Absolutely. Tom, and in this episode, we'll explore the various stages involved in constructing shared intentionality. We'll also touch upon concepts like rationality and different forms of consciousness. But fear not fellow curious minds. We won't get too technical here. Our aim is to make even complex topics like these accessible and understandable for everyone. That's right. We want you all to leave this episode feeling enlightened and inspired by these cutting-edge theories. So stay tuned for an informative yet entertaining deep dive into computational mechanisms for shared intentionality and speculation on rationality and consciousness. transition music welcome back folks before we jump straight into the construction of shared intentionality let's start with a brief overview of the paper we'll be discussing today the paper titled on computational mechanisms for shared intentionality and speculation on rationality and consciousness was authored by john rushby from shri international 
It was published as a Computer Science Laboratory Technical Report in June 2023. The abstract of the paper highlights the singular attribute of humans, our ability to undertake novel cooperative behavior or teamwork. It suggests that this ability is rooted in shared intentionality and explores how computational mechanisms can model this phenomenon. The paper takes a thought experiment approach. Using hypothesized computational agents resembling humanoid robots to examine the necessary characteristics for shared intentionality, it then speculates how these mechanisms extend to real humans and shed light on topics like rationality and different aspects of consciousness. Absolutely right. Jen, now that we have a general idea about the paper, let's dive deeper into the construction of shared intentionality. Shared intentionality is what allows individuals to align their mental states with each other. Regarding events in their shared environment, think about it as the foundation for collaboration and teamwork. Exactly. Tom, an understanding how shared intentionality is constructed helps us appreciate its role in human development. According to the author's hypothetical scenario involving robotic agents called centibots, there are three stages involved in constructing shared intentionality, goal deduction, representation, and implementation. So let's break these down further. Goal deduction is essentially deriving potential goals from observed behavior or environmental cues. Think about it as figuring out what others are trying to achieve based on their actions. That's right. In representation, agents need to translate their internal mental state into an external representation that can be understood by others. This requires an abstraction of their mental state into a form that is concise yet understandable to others. And the last stage is implementation, which involves executing actions based on the shared goals and intended outcomes. In this stage, agents must coordinate their behavior and make adjustments accordingly to achieve the shared intention. These computational mechanisms provide insights into how our minds work together to achieve shared goals and intentions. They shed light on the intricacies of teamwork and cooperation in human development. And let's not forget about rationality. The paper suggests that these computational mechanisms for shared intentionality provide a foundation for rational thinking and decision making. That's right. Tom. Our ability to align our mental states with others enables us to engage in rational deliberation. Rationality involves weighing different options, considering consequences, and making decisions based on logical reasoning rather than impulse or emotion. And last but not least, consciousness. The paper speculates that shared intentionality extends to aspects of consciousness. Ah. Subjective awareness and experience of the world around us. Absolutely. Tom, by examining how computational mechanisms enable shared intentionality, we can gain insights into the origins of consciousness in humans. It offers a possible explanation for why we have subjective experiences and an awareness of our own thoughts and emotions. So there you have it. 
an overview of computational mechanisms for shared intentionality and speculation on topics like rationality and consciousness. These concepts might seem complex at first glance but understanding them helps us appreciate the intricacies of human behavior and cognition. That's right, Tom. We hope you found this episode informative yet intuitive. As always, thank you all for tuning in to the Curious Minds podcast. Stay curious. Closing music. Podcast intro music. Welcome back to another episode of the Biza Universe podcast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Thanks for joining us on this journey through the weird and wonderful. Today's episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Quantum Tutu Delivery Services. Need something delivered in the blink of an eye? Look no further than Quantum Tutu Delivery Services, where we teleport your items with a touch of elegance. SFXQ, Magical Twinkle Sound, Narrator, Energetic Voice, Q Ethereal Music. Camera shows a glittering tutu-clad delivery person holding a package. Delivery person. Dramatic voice. It's time to dance through space and time. SFXQ. Epic dance music starts playing. Delivery person. Singing. Musical note quantum tutu takes your deliveries real far. Musical note musical note through wormholes and galaxies. We are the superstar. Musical note. Dressed as astronauts now, they enter a spaceship with packages floating around them. Narrator. Excited voice. With our state-of-the-art teleportation technology. Takes out a glittering wand-like device from their tutu pocket. Delivery person. Whispering dramatically. Watch closely. Three wiggles. SFXQ. Wiggling sounds. Jazz hands dramatically. Narrator. Gasping voiceover. Whoa! A package magically appears in front of surprised customer, causing them to jump in slow motion. Customer 1. Oh wow! That's some next level sorcery right there. Cut to another customer who receives their package while eating cereal. Customer 2. Mouthful of cereal. This is awesome. The milk doesn't even spill when it teleports. Have you ever seen anything like it? Quantum Tutu Delivery Services truly defies the laws of physics and fashion. And we have an exclusive deal for our listeners. Use the code twirling and get double the teleportations for half the price. That's right. Folks, send your groceries, presents, or even your nosy neighbor into another dimension with Quantum Tutu Delivery Services. So remember when you need things delivered cosmically fast with that extra touch of pizzazz. Together, just call Quantum Tutu Delivery Services. SFXQ. Bizarre outro music. Thanks again to our sponsor for making this episode possible. Stay tuned as we take a dive into alien hairstyles next. You won't want to miss it. Until then, keep embracing the bizarre universe. Podcast outro music. Welcome back to our award-winning podcast, everyone. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we have an incredible topic to dive into. 
the simulation of human and artificial emotion. Also known as share. That's right. Jen. This paper explores the intersection of psychology, neuroscience, and artificial intelligence to understand emotions better. The author, K. Opom Menser, proposes a framework that allows us to define emotions as abstract concepts or even down to the voltage levels of individual neurons. It's fascinating how this framework bridges across disciplines. For humans, it has implications in mental health therapy by designing emotional trajectories. And for AI advancements in technology and human-machine interactions. One interesting aspect is how this work relates emotion to trajectory design. Emotion can be considered a trajectory problem in improving emotional well-being or guiding machine behavior. Absolutely. The converging fields of natural language processing and sentiment analysis help us understand human emotions better. Meanwhile, AI has examples of detecting and producing human affect but still has untapped potential in exploring AI machines' mental states and emotions themselves. That's where this framework comes in handy. Providing a mathematical foundation allows us to observe emotions patterns through relative differences instead of exact values. Let's break down the core components of SHARE for our listeners. Starting with perception, stimuli are detected and vectorized from abstract concepts to neural responses. Then we move on to classification, projecting these stimuli onto different representation layers for further processing. After classification comes judgment where core value fulfillment is estimated based on the presence of internal stimuli. These core values can be conceptual or physical states. This leads us into valence which determines how stimuli impact these core values positively or negatively. And finally emotion itself is an ultra-fast appraisal triggered by a stimulus. Emotions like anger, sadness, joy can be approximated using this framework. It's important to note that SHARE allows us to analyze trends and study emotions based on relative differences between these values defined within the framework. Absolutely. Tom. And this framework simplifies the complexities of emotions through mathematical notation. The final result is a comprehensive model that allows for the study of emotions in humans and artificial intelligence through analysis of parameters interactions, and patterns. And that concludes our discussion on SHARE, the simulation of human and artificial emotion. We hope you found it informative and interesting. As always, stay curious and keep exploring. Thanks for tuning into our podcast today. See you next time. Upbeat music playing. Welcome back to the Tom and Jen Show. Sponsored by Zephyr Blade Plumbing. Now folks, have you ever found yourself with bathroom needs as high-flying as your dreams? That's right, Tom. Sometimes regular toilets just can't handle our lofty aspirations. Well fear not. Because Zephyr Blade Plumbing has the solution for all your sky-high bathroom adventures. Introducing the Floating Toilet. 
Sound of angels singing. That's right. Folks, Zephyrblade Plumbing brings you the ultimate in lavatory luxury. With our state-of-the-art technology, your toilet will literally float in midair. It's like sitting on a cloud while taking care of business. Talk about an out-of-this-world bathroom experience. And don't worry about any tethering or strapping down. These floating toilets are completely secure. Gravity may be strong. But with Zephyr Blade Plumbing, we've got that covered. Plus, they come in a variety of styles to suit all tastes and preferences. From sleek modern designs to good old nostalgic porcelain potties, we've got it all. And here's the best part. Every purchase comes with a free jetpack upgrade. Imagine flying around while using your floating toilet. It doesn't get any better than that, Jen. Excitedly, I'm telling you folks, this is the future of bathrooms. Say goodbye to boring old ground-bound toilets and hello to the thrilling sensation of defying gravity during every restroom break. Sound effect of flushing toilet. Tom. Laughing. Alrighty then. Thanks again to our sponsor Zephyr Blade Plumbing for bringing us this uplifting innovation in plumbing technology. Jen. Giggling. So whether you're on cloud 9 or just really need to go. Zephyr Blade Plumbing's floating toilets are here to take your bathroom experience to new heights. We'll be right back after a quick break. Don't go anywhere, unless, of course, you're heading up into the skies on your floating toilet. Jen. Laughing. Oh. Tom. You always crack me up. See you all in a bit. Cheerful jingle plays as the commercial ends. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by the wonderful Jen. How are you doing today? Jen? Hi Tom. I'm doing great. I'm really excited about today's topic. We'll be diving into the world of data augmentation approaches for source code models. It's a complex topic, but we'll do our best to break it down and make it intuitive for our listeners. Absolutely. And to give a little background on our topic today, we'll be discussing a recent paper titled Data Augmentation Approaches for Source Code Models. A survey by Terry Ujuo and his team. This paper provides a comprehensive survey of data augmentation techniques designed specifically for source code models. That's right, Tom. The abstract of this paper talks about the increasing popularity of source code models in various critical tasks. And as these models become more prevalent, the need for data augmentation techniques arises to improve their capabilities such as robustness and generalizability. Exactly. And while there have been some proposed data augmentation methods for source code models, there hasn't been a comprehensive survey or examination of their effectiveness and implications. This paper fills that gap by compiling and presenting existing literature on data augmentation for source code. It's always great to have a comprehensive overview of a field especially when it comes to complex topics like data augmentation. 
This paper starts by introducing the concept of data augmentation in source code and then delves into major representative approaches. Right. They also highlight the strategies and techniques used to optimize the quality of augmented data as well as utility of these techniques in different source code scenarios and downstream tasks. And towards the end of the paper they outline current challenges in this field and potential opportunities for future research. It's really fascinating how they're able to demystify the existing literature and foster further exploration in this emerging field. Absolutely. Jen. And what's even more fantastic is that they provide a continually updated GitHub repository that hosts a list of up-to-date papers on data augmentation for source code models. It's great to see that kind of resource available for researchers and practitioners alike. Definitely. Tom. Overall, this paper serves as a valuable resource for both the machine learning and software engineering communities. It brings attention to the emerging field of data augmentation for source code models and provides insights into its effectiveness and potential impact. Well said, Jen. I think it's time to dive deeper into this fascinating topic and explore the different data augmentation approaches for source code models. Are you ready? Absolutely, Tom. Let's get started. Outro. Thank you all for tuning into another episode of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this deep dive into data augmentation approaches for source code models. And as always, if you want to learn more about this topic or access the resources mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out our website or follow us on social media. Stay curious, stay inspired, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye for now. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast pals. We have an exciting announcement for all you adventurous time-traveling enthusiasts. That's right. It's time to spiff up your teacup and grab your silliest hat because we have the perfect sponsor. For today's episode, Time Teacup Travel Agency. Are you tired of waiting in long lines at airports? Fed up with disappointing vacation photos? Well, fret no more. With Time Teacup Travel Agency, all your weird and wacky travel dreams can come true. Absolutely. Picture this. Instead of squeezing into cramped seats on an airplane, you'll be comfortably sitting in a giant teacup. It doesn't get quirkier than that. And how about those mundane destinations like Paris or New York? Boring. Time Teacup Travel Agency offers trips to forgotten eras and far-out realms you can seep tea with. Dinosaurs or boogie down at a medieval disco party. The options are endless. But wait. There's more. If you act now, every trip booked includes a free mustache grooming kit. Because let's face it, when time traveling through space and history is involved, one needs a dashing stash to blend in. And if blending in isn't your thing, well fear not my fellow misfits because every traveler will also receive our patented instant absurdity generator. Just push the button and watch as people question reality around you, Jen. With excitement.
Oh Tom. Imagine being able to levitate donut shops into space while wearing fake cat whiskers as eyebrows. Pure magic wrapped in ridiculousness. Tom. Laughing. Exactly right Jen. So folks out there listening. Go ahead and book your adventure with Time Teacup Travel Agency today. Remember. Life is too short to be boring. And with a giant teacup as your vessel. It's going to be absolutely bonkers. Buckle up your silliest hat. Or put on 10 simultaneously for extra style points. It's time to break the space-time continuum with Time Teacup Travel Agency. Music fades out.